what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. Man, guys, first and foremost, we're going to have to get in to a little bit of a writing model before we get into the grammar section about transitive and intransitive verbs coming up in the next podcast, right? All right, easy, done, history, archive, depending on when we're going to be coming up on it. Who knows? It might be a Friday, it might be a Saturday, it might be a Sunday, it might be next year. I'm kidding. Anyway, so here we go, guys. We need to get into some good stuff, okay? What, what we're going to do first, uh-oh, they're already setting off these fireworks. It's funny, you guys are listening to me like way, way in advance right now, right? So what is it? It's like, oh my God, it's uh, 4.51, New Year's Eve. Just heard a firework. It's going to be chaos out here, right? You're probably asking me, oh my God, I'm listening to this way late. Well, yeah, it's because I actually upload in bulk. So for the next three, four, five podcasts, you're going to hear me do them back to back to back to back to back with the same amount of energy. Anytime you hear me and hear a different background noise, it's because I did that in a different bulk. But nonetheless, who cares? It's New Year's. So grateful. Oh, my God. But you guys are listening to me in advance. So here we go. Writing model. You're going to learn about transitive and transitive verbs and writing definitions. But first, we need to go into a writing model for IELTS learners out there. Okay, I've been connecting with a lot of people on the TOEFL page. All right, I got people out there in Ethiopia. Got people, in, uh, my folks out there in Vietnam. Love you guys to death. Love everyone. But man, Vietnam, you guys got a very, very safe place and warm place in my heart. And just about everywhere else out there in the world. Processes can be very difficult. It's, this isn't necessarily a step-by-step -step process, but this is something similar. Because what we have to do is break down the picture into its minute, okay, into micro, all right? So what we do, we have a picture. What we have is what we have, and what we have is a picture. And this picture, we're going to analyze it. Now, if you want to go on my blog and analyze it with me, so be it. But if you guys, as a matter of fact, you can. If you're on your phone and you're listening to me on Spotify or Alexa device, Shout out to my folks who are listening to me on Alexa. Love you all. Can you imagine? Someone's like, hey, Alexa, play that crazy ass Arsenio. <laughs> so grateful. Thank you. But nonetheless, guys, you can actually follow this as you go on your computer while you have me on in the background. So this picture is divided into two halves, okay? It's basically, you're looking at what, let's just say soil, okay? What we have beneath it is a reservoir, though. We're going to get into that when it comes down to the, the, to the descriptive writing model, which I'm going to be speaking about. So let's just put it this way. Half is underground. Underground, we're looking at it from, you know, face-to-face -face perspective, right? So half the picture from left to right, okay, x-axis, um, like the x-axis, it's brown, and then it goes into a little wave fixture, and then just below that, just narrowly, just a little bit at the bottom, is gray soil. However, what else we have here? Okay, well, the thing is, on the other half, there's green grass, right? So you have a hill with a couple of trees on it, and then you have this big power grid. This big power grid has three power grids on the left, three power grids on the right. Let's just say, let's call them electrical coils, if you will. And it's kind of pointed up into somewhat of a T shape. From there, it goes down into a system. Now, this system I'm going to talk about before getting into it. Number one. Now, remember I told you about the soil, okay? The soil, and then there's grass on top, 
Now, just beneath the soil is a reservoir. A reservoir, it, it, it contains water, all right? On the left side, it's red, indicating heat. Right side, cold, indicating cold, I'm sorry, blue, indicating that it is cold. Number one, basically, the heated water goes through this little tube, through the soil, not necessarily in the soil, but through a tubing that you could actually put the water through, and it goes up to the surface. Now, when it goes up to the surface, just before it hits the surface, on the left is the hot water, indicating that, yes, the red down there in the reservoir is hot water. To the right is a turbine sign, but we're not going to speak about that just yet. It goes through the tubing, and right there after number two, it makes a quick right into something called a steam before going into a turbine. Now, in this little turbine, in this little box, there's also a number three, and that number three is the generator. So remember I told you about that tower that has those electrical coils? Yeah, three of those coils that runs a line straight into the box that houses the generator along with the turbine. Now that number three, it goes right down inside, a little bit of a steam, a little tubing into something called the cooling tower. The cooling tower has these two big, I don't even know what you call them, but at the top, it's kind of like, you know, the pollution out there in Beijing and Shanghai. You got those big coal plants, right? So the coal plants, they have a circle at the top of these plants and it lets out all that disgusting pollution. Just, I'm being descriptive here. I'm not saying that the entire place is disgusting. I'm saying that specifically the, the, the monster that it unleashes, it's disgusting, okay? So it's cooling towers like a little smoke and it goes up and it dissipates at the top because of course there is not enough map. <laughs> the cooling tower though, the heated water goes into that cooling tower and guess what it does? It cools it. Pretty cool, huh? And then it goes right back into the soil through the little tubing which comes out blue, indicating that it is cold and back into the reservoir for the number five. That is exactly what a geothermal energy power plant looks like. So what I got is a model, a writing model, and then we're gonna talk about it. I think this is very, very fascinating. So with that being said, let's do this. Geothermal energy is a clean form of renewable energy that uses heat stored within the Earth's crust to generate electricity. Now, the crust, obviously, I mentioned that it was the soil, which is the little brown part on the map. Now, let's keep going. There are three different types of geothermal power plant. There's dry steam, flash steam, and binary cycle. The diagram above shows a flash steam power plant the most predominant form of geothermal power plant in operation. Flash steam power plants pump hot water from underground reservoirs back to the surface under intense pressure. The water is then fed into a large low pressure tanks, generating steam which is used to rotate a turbine. A turbine is an engine or machine that uses the pressure of liquid or gas on a wheel to move. The movement of this turbine is then converted into a source of electricity via a generator. The electricity is then directed via transmission lines to homes and businesses around the country. Any remaining water is pumped to a cooling station and then injected back into the reservoir to be heated again. 
this reuse of water makes geothermal energy a sustainable form of energy. That's a beautiful thing, isn't it? I would love to hear some of your comments out there. Do you guys have geothermal energy in your country? Um, I would be shocked if America has that. I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. I could be wrong. But I think the very, very, very forward-thinking countries, such as possibly the Nordic countries, obviously, Japan, they're extremely forward-thinking. Uh, Australia, although it, it, it kind of negates the fact, you, you know, it, that doesn't make sense because, of course, the wildfires that are unfortunately running rampant all over the place. But if we look at different sources of energy and energy that can be used uh, instead of, the, let's just say, coal energy. You know, if you look at the, the likes of Afghanistan, big shout out to you folks that live, uh, big shout out to the folks that listen to me from Afghanistan and even Mongolia and most of China, they burn coal to keep warm. That is such a 1,500-year-old thing to do. There are other ways of keeping warm, and we have to start looking towards different renewable sources of energy to do this, and this is why I love it. This is why I love the future generations, because with our lives in their hands, and for the foreseeable future, you can only imagine the things that we will create to make this a better place. <laughs> so with that being said, guys, stay tuned for more. Yes, we're going to be talking about the transitive and intransitive verbs on the next episode of this. There might be some TOEFL and IELTS in between. So if there is, I do apologize. Uh, but you know what? Hey, we're going to be getting some grammar real soon. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, as always, over and out.